This is 3 News Now, your daily update on everything Northeast Ohio with Stephanie Haney. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to 3 News Now on this Monday, July 11th. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thank you for being here with me for the top stories from WKYC.com and our WKYC app. Here is where we bring you the stories that matter most to you here in Northeast Ohio. These are the stories that you are clicking on, reading and sharing from our website and from our app. And we start off today with an update from Jalen Walker's family, the 25 year old who was shot and killed on June 27th by eight Akron police officers. There is an investigation that is underway in relation to that police shooting and they held a press conference today. This is after a weekend of more protests where the Akron Police Department said there were no major incidents. However, the family today called for an immediate end to what they called aggressive and violent tactics being used by Akron police against protesters. Now, it's likely that they're referring to the use of tear gas to break up demonstrations. So they held that press conference today at St. Ashworth Temple Church of God in Christ. We did stream it live and you can watch it in full on WKYC.com. They called at the press conference for all curfews to be lifted and also gave details about the funeral service for Jalen Walker. What we have learned is that will be on Wednesday of this week. That'll be Wednesday, July 13th at the Akron Civic Theater. There'll be a viewing from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. and then those funeral services will start at 1 p.m. Also, the family is asking for help with the cost of those funeral services and also other expenses related to the shooting and the death of Jalen Walker. They've created a GoFundMe page and its authenticity was verified by attorney Bobby DiCello, who is the attorney for the family. It is linked on WKYC.com if you are so inclined to donate to their GoFundMe page. As of this afternoon, it had raised $1,400. Their goal is $16,000. And one of the things that the family called for today was a lifting of the curfew in the city of Akron. Now, over the end of the week and the weekend, that curfew was in place from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. As of today, the new curfew in place is from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m., so shortened by two hours, starting an hour later, ending an hour earlier. But the family of Jalen Walker is calling for all curfews to be completely lifted in the city of Akron. Now, today being Monday, July 11th, today is the day that legal briefs were due from the disciplinary hearing for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, who was accused of sexual misconduct, including harassment and assault from dozens of women. Now, there were many lawsuits filed against him. We do know that all but four of those lawsuits have been settled and Deshaun Watson has maintained his innocence. Now, today, CBS Sports' Josina Anderson tweeted that it could still be a few weeks until there is a decision, at least on the preliminary, the initial punishment handed down by Sue Robinson. She is the presiding officer over the disciplinary hearing. She was hired by both the NFL and the NFL Players Association, paid by both of those organizations to decide these cases. So she will hand that down. Of course, those briefs due today, so she'll be reviewing those and taking into account everything that happened at the disciplinary hearing, which was more than a week ago. But unless a settlement happens between Watson and the NFL, we are not expecting, according to these reports, a decision to be announced in the coming days. So here's what Anderson tweeted today. This morning, a leak source said this on the timeline for a result. We're still looking at a few weeks before we get a decision. It may or may not be before camp. Sue Robinson will take her time. Camp, of course, is NFL training camp that begins on July 29th. So as I mentioned, the league's investigation into Watson came after 25 women filed lawsuits 
against him. He settled 20 of the lawsuits. Another accuser dropped her lawsuit. So there are now four civil lawsuits remaining. Two Texas grand juries declined to indict Watson on criminal charges. We'll be keeping you up to date. Now, there's been a lot of conversation about what that punishment is going to look like from Sue Robinson. Now, remember, once she hands that punishment down, if she does determine that there has been a violation of the NFL Code of Conduct by Watson, then both the NFL and the NFL Players Association on behalf of Watson have the opportunity to appeal that decision. If that decision is appealed, if that disciplinary decision is appealed, that appeal goes to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, and then either he or someone that he designates will be the final word on the discipline that will be faced by Deshaun Watson. So NFL insider Aditi Kinkabwala is talking about what might be expected. And she told the PM team with Pony and Mueller on Friday on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh that she doesn't think the Browns believe in their heart of hearts that it's going to be 10 games. So she's saying that the Browns seem to believe, in her opinion, that it'll be less than 10 games. And Here's what she said. She says she believes that the Browns ultimately feel, and she just she made it very clear to point out that this is not necessarily what she's saying, but she says that the Browns feel that this is a case of someone being promiscuous and that they think he could not be suspended for a full season for what they consider being promiscuous. Now, one of the issues at the heart of this is the issue of consent and whether Deshaun Watson did engage in acts that were against the consent of these massage therapist. In her comments on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh, Aditi did talk about the NFL not showing evidence of force, threat, violence, or coercion. And lots has been made about this, but is it important? It is important to note that legally speaking, you can still have sexual misconduct, harassment, or assault without force, threat, violence, or coercion. The classic example, this is a classic law school example of an assault. If someone spits on you, that's an assault, but there has been no violence, there has been no force, there has been no threat, there has been no coercion, but that is still an assault. And without being too vulgar or graphic here, that's quite similar to one of the things that Deshaun Watson is accused of. We will certainly be following this and we will bring the updates to you as they become available. Now we turn to Mayfield Heights where last Friday about 80 residents were told that they were left without a home at the Mayfield Gardens apartments. Now that has since been limited to less people because initially it was thought that the entire apartment building would be condemned and unfit for living. But now after an inspection, 12 units were deemed unsafe to live and the rest of those people were able to move back into the apartments immediately. But that still leaves the case of 12 units that have been determined to be unsafe for living. There was a note posted on the building on Monday that said those units would be fixed within a week or two. But these residents at the Mayfield Gardens apartments learned that they had to evacuate the building and leave their homes on Friday after the city of Mayfield Heights condemned that apartment complex. It was recently purchased by new owners and then under that new ownership, the building had an inspection which showed significant issues within the building leading to the evacuation of tenants. Now, according to Chief Bruce Elliott from the Mayfield Heights Fire Department, they said they didn't want a repeat of what happened at the Champlain Towers collapse in Surfside, Florida, so they deemed it was important to evacuate the residents to keep safety a top priority. But that still left a lot of people without a place to go, and the city of Mayfield Heights didn't receive this report until late Friday, said that they informed residents as soon as possible. But that does leave a lot of questions. 
What about those 12 units? Where will those people go? Where did everyone go this weekend? This is a developing story and we will keep you updated as we get more information. Now today, with the temperatures expected to top 90 degrees, here's an important information for you to know. There's an air quality alert throughout Northeast Ohio. It's for ground level ozone within multiple counties. So what that means is you can expect what's considered to be unhealthy air conditions for sensitive groups of people. So if you're in the following counties, the air quality alert is in effect until midnight. Cuyahoga, Geauga, Lake, Lorraine, Medina, Portage, and summit. So if you're in the sensitive groups category of children, the elderly or people with breathing difficulties, you are asked to monitor your outdoor activity. Also for everyone is suggested to drive less during the advisory hours. That's now through midnight to refill your gas tank after sunset and wait to mow the lawn. Don't mow the lawn during this advisory period. Now we turn to a better story a good story out of Mayfield Heights. One of the McDonald's owners in the Mayfield Heights area just celebrated some new construction, a grand reopening of the dining room, and his name is Tony, and he's been there for 60 years. He started there as a part-time crew person 60 years ago, at one point owned seven Cleveland area franchises of the chain. And while he closed up for renovating his location in Mayfield Heights, that was back in March, which just had its grand reopening on Friday. So March, April, May, June, four months at least about four months he paid everyone he paid his staff he kept those paychecks coming and he said it was the right thing to do and as a result of that people were very excited for the reopening there were flowers from locals and he said you know he, he has been having a tough time as many people are retaining employees right now but when you do the right thing he said word gets out and people stick around and the people that work for him are very thankful that he kept paying them he said a lot of people that work for him that make a living there go from week to week, paycheck to paycheck, and he said he couldn't tolerate them not having a paycheck. So now they are back in the building, they're working again, and he kept them paid over those approximately four months when that Mayfield Heights McDonald's was closed down. That is a good news and a good story and something that we are very happy to be able to share with you. Now, if you're a burger lover, here's something that we're also happy to share with you. It's Cleveland Burger Week, and that runs from today, July 11th through the 18th. So you can get $6 burgers at dozens of places around the greater Cleveland area and there's a burger passport. We have the link to download it on WKYC.com. So if you get five burgers, if you have a very burger heavy week and you get that stamped five times this week, you're eligible for a prize drawing. We've got more details about that on WKYC.com. But the idea here is to get people to embrace the food, culture, and the Cleveland love for getting them out to eat, drinking, and trying new places. So there's lots of old favorites on the Burger Week list, including Gunzelman's Tavern and the Flat Iron, a couple breweries on there, Immigrant Sun Brewery, Market Garden Brewery, and then a brand new spot, at least one brand new spot, Rum Runners, that's in the flats. So again, get your $6 burger this week. If you get five of them, you're entered into a drawing to win a prize. And today, as I mentioned, is July 11th, also known as 7-11, which is an unofficial 7-Eleven holiday, so you can get a free Slurpee for 7-Eleven's birthday. They've been around for 95 years, and they always celebrate with a free Slurpee. They changed things up starting in the pandemic in 2020 to kind of spread it out because this is 
notoriously and has been in the past the busiest day of the year at 7-Eleven. So they opened it up rather than it lasting for just a couple hours today. It started on July 1st. Today's the last day to do it. So you need to download the app in order to get your free Slurpee. That's how you get the coupon. So download the Seven Rewards app and you can find the coupon under Deals. It's also under the Speed Rewards app. So you can get that free Slurpee today in honor of 7-Eleven. You can get that at 7-Eleven Speedway and Stripes stores. There's also other deals too, like $1 pizzas, taquitos, and sweet snacks like birthday cakes or s'mores muffins. So if you got a sweet tooth or you want one of those roller grill hot dogs, today's the day to get yourself to 7-Eleven. Remember, download the Seven Rewards app to get that. Okay, that's it for your three news now update today for Monday, 7-Eleven. I'm Stephanie Haney and I will be back here tomorrow with more three news now. Thanks for listening to 3 News Now with Stephanie Haney from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and in the WKYC app.